0: Well, good morning, my brothers and my sisters. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I am sure you have something to rejoice about today. First of all, Father God is good and he's good all the time and all the time. He is good. So when you woke up this morning and your feet hit the floor, we don't take that for granted because some people didn't wake up this morning. Some people's feet didn't hit the floor. So we want to be thankful every day. The Father God has allowed us to live, to breathe, to see another day. He watched over you and your children as you slumbered. And you slept last night. Took care of you all day yesterday. Took care of you the day before yesterday. Took care of you all night long. And you know what? No, we, we seem to take it for granted sometimes that, you know, every day, is a new day, but we take every new day for granted. We take every day for granted. My brothers and my sisters, we just came from a Thanksgiving holiday. And I hope you guys enjoyed your holiday as I did mine. I enjoyed my holiday. I love spending time with my family. I love spending time because, you know, we don't, We take spending time with our family for granted. We are a for granted people. (laughs) We take everything for granted. You know, I always say that we are a microwave generation. That means that we like stuff quick and easy. You know, if it's not quick and easy, then we don't want it. But let me tell you, my brothers and my sisters, it's good sometimes to slow down. To slow down, take life easy. You know, when everybody is together for the holidays, we're in the holiday season, we're in the giving season, when the holiday season and and which when we're supposed to love more, we're supposed to give more to our brothers and our sisters and we take that for granted too. <laughs> Live each day like it was your last. Every hour of the day. And I had to learn this myself. Every hour of the day is precious. Every minute of the day is precious. It's too precious to be mad or or thinking about things that, that make you sad and think about things that don't make sense. Everybody is going through something, my brothers and my sisters. Every one of us. Nobody is exempt from going through. You're going to go through something in your lifetime. It's just the way it is. The way it's been since the beginning of time. We all go through our storms. Nothing is promised to us. If you make it out of your storm, thank God for it. Because we go through storms. So we... If you stay in the storm, it's because you're thinking that, well, I can't get out of this. Well, God says different in his word. I said, Father, God says different in his word. We should be going through storms. We shouldn't be staying in storms. You know, I had to learn that because when you start losing things and you start losing people, your loved ones. And I've lost a lot of loved ones. You start thinking about life when your loved ones are not here anymore and they're not at the dinner table and they're not at the holidays and they're going to be with the Lord And because the Bible says that To be absent from the body, my brothers and my sisters, is to be present with the Lord. It also says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. And if it was not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. So if your loved ones have gone to be with the Lord, they're in heaven, they're in a better place, my brothers and my sisters. So we don't grieve for them as people, the Bible says, that don't have hope. Because every holiday season, you you tend to grieve because you miss your loved ones that used to be at the table with you. But when you think about where they're gone to be with the Lord, something that we all want to do. They just made it there before we did. I thank God for his word. I thank him for the power of his word. My brothers and my sisters, in Colossians 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus, and Paul was a great writer. And Paul was an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timothy, our brother Colossians. One says, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have to all the saints, I'm still reading it to you from Colossians 1. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel which is common to you and it is in all the world and bringeth forth fruits as it doth also in you since the day you heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth my brothers and my sisters in truth As ye also, I'm still in Colossians 1, as you also learned of Ephraim, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit. For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with, with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. My brothers and my sisters, as Paul said, we must be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. This Bible, the Word of God is full of knowledge. It's full of wisdom. It gives you wisdom. But you just don't go and grab wisdom. You have to seek wisdom, my brothers and my sisters. You have to seek spiritual understanding. Everybody does not have spiritual understanding. Everybody does not seek wisdom. The Bible says if you want wisdom, you have to ask for it. goes on to say that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and Increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. So we don't have to tweak and twerk the Bible. The Bible is written just as it is for a reason, my brothers and my sisters. There is no tweaking the Bible because it's already there. The wisdom in the Bible is already there. When you start getting wisdom and you get spiritual understanding from the Word of God, that's when you can grow, my brothers and my sisters, That's when you can grow. That's when Father God can come in in the Spirit and speak to you. A lot of times we don't grow because we don't receive from the Holy Spirit. So if you don't receive from the Holy Spirit, you can't grow. And receiving from the Holy Spirit has nothing to do with doctrine. And your religious foundation, your religious belief, see, it has nothing to do with your doctrine, where you go to church at, where you worship at. Wisdom doesn't come from that. See, wisdom and knowledge can only come, true wisdom, I'll say, and knowledge can only come from Father God. And the Holy Spirit. Because you can have book learning. (laughs) You can have book learning. And what I mean, old folks used to call it book learning. What they mean is you can have all kinds of degrees behind your name. PhD, doctorate. And all of that. But you don't have spiritual knowledge. You don't have wisdom that comes from Father God. You don't know how to love right. You don't know how to love people. See? Because all of that comes from Father God. See? All of that. That's why he says, strengthen with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. My brothers and my sisters, you can go through something. You can be in your storm and still have patience. You can be in your storm and still have joyfulness. Because the patience and the joyfulness don't come from you. It comes from Father God, see? He gives it to you. Patience and joyfulness don't come from you. It comes from Father God who gives it to you. Giving thanks, Colossians says, Paul writes. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who have delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, Even the forgiveness of sins, my brothers and my sisters. We have redemption through Jesus Christ. He is the Redeemer. Through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Who is the image? Colossians says. And Paul writes, who is the image of the invisible God? the firstborn of every creature. See, we can't forgive ourselves. I said we can't forgive ourselves. Only Father God can do that. We can ask for forgiveness. We can ask for forgiveness. Every day you can ask Father God for forgiveness. Every day. Every day that the sun rises, you can ask Father God for forgiveness because he gave you a redeemer and his name is Jesus Christ. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible my brothers and my sisters, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, my brothers and my sisters. See, you can't, See air. <laughs> see air. You can't see air. It's invisible. Air is invisible. See? So, the Bible says, for him, by him, were all things created. There's nothing in this earth and heaven that was not created by God. Father God created everything in heaven and in earth, visible and invisible, the Bible says. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him, my brothers and my sisters. And he is before all things. And by him all things consist. Nothing in this world consists without Father God. He is before all things and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body. Paul writes in Colossians. Father God is the head of the body, the church. Who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. That in all things, he might have preeminence, my brothers and my sisters. From the dead. So if you die. Father God is still there. Because the Bible says. The firstborn from the dead. So he's even there. With the dead. He's there. He's there. That's why the Bible says in Revelations. That the dead shall rise first. For it is pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now has he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If you continue, Paul says, in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, where I, Paul, am made a minister. Hallelujah to the word of God. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you, Paul says, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the Word of God. My brothers and my sisters, that's my word for you today. Take it. Receive the Word of Father God. This world is in trouble. My brothers and my sisters, if you see what I see every day, the mass murderers, The killings. The Bible said, Father God hates murderers. He hates that. See? We have to learn. I don't know what it's going to take. Because so many innocent people have died this year already. By mass murderers, people that have no hope in God or anything else to take innocent people's lives. You can't have hope to do something like that. We have to become love, my brothers and my sisters. We have to learn how to love one another, even if they're unlovable people. When I say unlovable, I mean people that you dislike, people that you don't want to love. We have to love them anyway. The Bible says, Father God is love. My brothers and my sisters, you can't get away from it. He also says in the Word of God, the Bible it says, if you don't love your brother or sisters, your neighbors, your friends that you see every day, how can you love Father God whom you have never seen? The Bible calls you a liar. When you say you love Father God, whom you've not seen, but you can't love your brothers and sisters who you see every day. If this Bible study has been a blessing to you, please share it with others. It's on Spotify, it's on Google, it's on oh Apple. And you know what? I don't do this for money because I don't get paid for doing this, my brothers and my sisters. I don't get paid for doing this. This is something that I enjoy doing. This is something the Word of God, this is something the Father God has given me. And I don't take it lightly. Because it is something that He has given me. I didn't give it to myself. I didn't give it to myself. He gave it to me. So learn how to love my brothers and my sisters. Learn how to love and pass it on. You can, you can download this podcast. You can, um, share with others. It's not about me. And if you want to, um, donate to this broadcast, you can. At the end of the broadcast, there's a link for you to donate if you want to. It's been there, and it'll be there. People don't donate for whatever reason. I don't worry about that they don't people don't give to this podcast, but it's okay. I don't worry about that because he let me tell you something. My brothers and my sisters, Father God takes good care of me. He does. But the giving ain't for me. The giving is for you to get. Because if you don't give, then you don't receive. If you don't give, the giving is not for me because I'm good. The giving is for you. Because if you don't give, my brothers and my sisters, you can't receive. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, the holiday weekend. I love you with the love of the Lord. You have a blessed and wonderful day. Bye-bye.